Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Michael Wilkerson is my guest. He is a strategic advisor, investor, the founder of Stormwall.com. He wrote a book that came out here just a couple of months ago called um, Why America Matters, The Case for New Exceptionalism. But he wrote a piece that caught my attention about why he moved to Florida. He joins us this afternoon, I'm assuming, from the Sunshine State. Michael Wilkerson, how are you? Welcome to 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. Hey, Mark. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I was looking at the the extended forecast for next week because I'm off a few days and I'm thinking, you know, I have offers to go down to Florida this winter and play golf. But I'm thinking, you know, every once in a while we get these um, these days here this time of year in St. Louis where I might be able to get out. So for next Wednesday, the high temperature will be 32 on Thursday, 24 on Friday, (laughs) 17. That makes you feel real good that you're in Florida, doesn't it? It sure does. I mean, one of the reasons, uh, of course, is, is to be here is the weather, although that's not why I came. It's certainly a fringe benefit. Well, I feel like I need to set you up for a second interview, Michael, candidly, because I want to talk about the, the move to Florida. But I really am more curious now because I, I didn't know originally about the book Why America Matters and the Case for New Exceptionalism. So we may have to, depending, if you don't suck here is basically what I'm saying. I think we're going to do a second <laughs> round because that's a topic that's kind of near and dear to my heart. And I think that, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts just because I think right now you have, uh, we had, uh, give me an example, we had Brian Kilmeade in the other night from Fox. He's a guest every week on the show. He does a radio show here on 97.1 FM Talk in the morning as well. One of the questions from the audience is, how can you get younger people to be patriotic and love this country? It's a pretty good question, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's a great question. And when I wrote Why America Matters, it's one of the main things that I hit on because I realized in the course of writing, you know, we have a crisis of identity in this country, which is that Americans don't know who they are. And if you take, let's say there's two different generations or two different audiences, one is perhaps yours and mine. We were taught who we were at one point in time, uh, whether in schools or the military or otherwise, we had experiences of history of civics that shaped who we were, our understanding of the nation. And gradually over time, that's been lost. It's been forgotten. It's been distorted. It's been uh, sort of lost in, in our own history. For the younger generation, they don't know it because they've never been taught. So if you think about whether the removal of history and civics from public schools or the actual indoctrination and misinformation that's going on in a lot of our schools today, uh, the younger generation is super confused about who they are, what does it mean to be an American, why does it matter, why should I care, and other questions like is democracy uh, even a good thing or not. So it's a, it's a really critical issue. It's a, you, could, you could call it almost of epidemic or, or wide-scale proportions that so many uh, of this younger generation just have no idea about this great nation well, and why they should care. Let, let's, set, let's set some time up for early January and revisit that, because I love that as a topic. I think my audience will love that as well. But let's talk about the move to Florida. You were in New York for how long? For decades, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, well over 20 years. Uh, first came in the 
uh, early 1990s. Uh, it was a bit of a mess when I came. Uh, I remember going out on a jog one day and walk, running through the park and hearing the strange crunching sound under my feet. And frankly, what is that? And I realized that I was stepping on hundreds and hundreds of of crack files, empty vials that had been left with people abandoning them. It, you know, just in the in the peak of the crack epidemic. You remember, you know, going back now <laughs> longer than I want to admit, but 30 plus years. A couple of years later, uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani came in, and almost immediately, along with the new police chief, uh, reform started happening. And from there on, the city got better and better. And yeah, we're both old enough to remember when Rudy Giuliani wasn't crazy, right? How about that? <laughs> yeah, and I think he read, history will have him as one of New York's greatest mayors. Yes. Because he really did do some things that, that changed the city, transformed it. People decided they could actually safely raise their children there, could actually uh, venture out at night. Um, and it started, yeah, it started a, a trend. And I think the sad thing for me has been to watch in the last several years the unwinding of a lot of that good that was done, not just by uh, Giuliani, but by Bloomberg and others, a good administration as well. Um, don't want to screw with the politics. But, you know, in the last few years, it's gotten quite bad, and a lot of things have, have been reversed. So that was a bit of the background for me. Uh, you know, I finally came to the conclusion that it was time to, even though by that point I'd been there for 20 plus years and it had become sort of part of who I was, uh, it's time to move on. So you get, you get to Florida and you get there kind of when things are crazy with COVID, but you, you almost describe yourself to a certain extent as a political refugee, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think because I was still going, you know, during, during that time, during lockdowns, I was still going back and forth, early part of lockdowns, going back to the city and finding that not just New York, because of course this was happening in a lot of places in the country, that for some reason that I couldn't quite understand uh, New York City had decided to adopt a Chinese model of totalitarian control over its people. Forced, um, you know, ma- mass mandates everywhere, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports to go into any public space, into any restaurant. Uh, at the same time, while they were tracking down uh, vaccine, uh, so-called vaccine deniers, they were ignoring the smash and grab crimes that were going on in the streets, uh, or sorry, in the stores almost every day. You know something is wrong when you have to get a security guard to come unlock a toothbrush for you from CVS or, or Walgreens. I yeah, mean, that kind of sums things up right there. Gone. Right. So you in, in you know, Michael, I'm going to apologize in advance again just because I, I can already tell I've left myself short on time. But you outlined a bunch of the reasons why you moved to Florida. And I want to focus on, on just one of them here, and then we'll revisit this when we come back after the first of the year. I love this. She said, Florida is still in America. Explain that one. That kind of crosses over with America exceptionalism, right? It sure does. I mean, because one of the first things I noticed about Florida and Floridians is this um, love of country. Yes. This, uh, I see flags everywhere. They're patriots. They're not ashamed to say I'm an American. They don't want to bury or distort their own history. And by the way, many of these are first or second generation immigrants, but they love America. They love the ideas of America. That was not the case uh, in, the, in, in the Northeast or, or in New York. Oh, of course, there were some, but but the, it's a very different experience to know that the American flag is flown with this dignity, that the Floridians respect and honor their veterans, and they value their constitutional freedoms. They recognize, and if you're from Cuba or Venezuela or the former Soviet Union states, you realize that the, the foundational values of America have to be defended and have to be stood up for, and you see that. You see them vote. You see Floridians protest peacefully. And make their views known. And so I found it very refreshing. Michael, you have a situation where um, a, you know, 
limited and talented NFL quarterback who got a lot of attention from the media decided to try to make the case that Cuba was less oppressive than the United States. And I have this story from a couple of years ago in Las Vegas that really jumps out in my mind that I'm sure you deal with with people in Florida. I had a Cuban um, Uber driver in, in Vegas, and we were talking about some of this stuff. And this has since been remedied, but it took decades and decades. You couldn't even have a hamburger or a steak if you were a common person in Cuba. You could have a cow for milk, but you couldn't eat that cow for steak unless you were an elitist. You talk about oppression in this country. There's certainly poverty, but the level of oppression that occurred in Cuba, and you mentioned the Soviet Union and some of the other dictatorships, it doesn't even compare. But then you got an American quarterback that's trying to make us feel like this country is worse than what happened there. The people in Florida have that perspective that is lacking in New York City, I think. Well, I think it's lacking in a lot of places. You know, when celebrities and, and athletes uh, start off with anti-American views, it's just so ironic because, of course, they have benefited. They're the ones who have benefited most from from the free market, from the ability to say or do whatever you want uh, in, in this country. So it always strikes me as very disingenuous and very unfair. And you're right. It's from uh, ordinary Americans, hardworking Americans who love this country, who work for it day and night, and especially those who either themselves or their parents have seen uh, the horrors of communism, uh, you get the, the right perspective. Well, the NFL is just like the slave trade, I think, is what we're told by Colin and the rest. Michael, I'll have you back. If you're willing, let's do it again in January. Is that cool? Sounds great, yeah. Mark. Thanks to you the, and your listeners. The book is called The Case for New Exceptionalism. We'll have a, a little broader conversation when you come back. Have a great Christmas. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.